0: Welcome to AHE's pre-concert podcast where we journey through the lives of 18th century composers and the masterpieces they crafted. I'm Sky McIntosh, your host and the artistic director of the Australian Haydn Ensemble. Today we embark on an exploration of the ethereal realm of 18th century sacred music, delving into three profound musical forms – the Oratorio, the Motet, and the Stubbard Marta. Join us as we uncover the essence of these sacred compositions featured in our upcoming program, Heavenly Sopranos. We'll delve into Huss's Oratorio, Sanctus Petrus et Sancta Maria, his Motet, Alta Nubes Illustrata, and Pergolesi's Evocative Stabbard Marta. Through these masterpieces, we'll unravel the spiritual and artistic significance of each form, immersing ourselves in the sublime beauty of Baroque sacred music. Join us on this journey as we explore the depths of these compositions and discover the profound impact they continue to have on audiences today. bit of the stunning opening of the Hassa Oratorio that we will explore a bit later in the program. But first of all, let's talk about the genre of sacred music. In the Baroque period, sacred music flourished as a profound expression of faith and devotion, embodying the spiritual fervour of the era. Central to this musical landscape were diverse forms such as the Oratorio, the Motet and stubborn martyr, each imbued with its own unique characteristics and theological significance. An oratorio is a grand musical composition often based on biblical narratives or religious themes. It emerged as a powerful vehicle for spiritual storytelling, combining elements of drama, choir and orchestra to convey profound narratives of redemption and divine intervention. Motets, on the other hand, represented more intimate expressions of devotion, typically featuring vocal harmonies set to sacred texts, offering moments of contemplation and praise within religious ceremonies. Meanwhile, the stubborn martyr, a hymn reflecting on the sorrow of Mary at the crucifixion of Jesus, epitomized the poignant emotional depth of Baroque sacred music, captivating listeners with its haunting melodies and introspective themes. Together, these forms of sacred music in the Baroque period served as conduits for spiritual reflection and communal worship, leaving an indelible mark on the musical landscape of the time. Johann Adolf Hasse, a celebrated composer of the late Baroque, was born in 1699 in Bergdorf, near Hamburg. He began his musical education in Hamburg before later travelling to Italy, where he honed his skills under the tutelage of prominent composers and immersed himself in the Italian operatic tradition. His time in Italy greatly influenced his compositional style, which is characterised by melodic richness, expressive lyricism and dramatic flair. Husser is known to have composed at least 55 oratorios. These oratorios along with his operas, cantatas and other sacred compositions contributed significantly to the rich musical landscape of the Baroque era. While some of Haas's oratorios have been lost over time, many of his surviving works continue to be formed and appreciated by audiences today. Throughout his life Haas's compositions garnered widespread acclaim across Europe earning him prestigious appointments at prominent musical institutions and royal courts. His operatic works, often featuring elaborate vocal ornamentation and expressive arias, captivated audiences and solidified his reputation as one of the leading composers of the time. Sanctus Petrus et Sancta Maria, one of his notable oratorios, stands as a testament to his ability to weave together intricate vocal and instrumental textures to evoke profound emotions and a sense of divine splendor. soprano Helen Sherman singing this role and I cannot wait to hear her dramatic style um, coupled with this incredible aria let's turn now to the motet form which is generally thought to be used for more intimate interpretations but that is not to say that whilst being intimate it is not as full of fire The Hassam Motet we perform is entitled Alta Nubes Illustrata, which translates roughly to something like The Grand Bright Cloud. The opening text reads, The grand bright cloud of the sun with its golden splendor, with its great brilliance, with its great brilliance, begins to glow to turn golden red. Gentle zephyrs are caused to rejoice. Let's have a little listen to the beginning of that. Thank you. own recording of the work that we made as part of our creative concert film Sacro More back in 2021 with the wonderful soprano Celeste Lazarenko who will also be joining us to sing this particular work for our upcoming program. I'm particularly excited to have both Celeste and Helen together for this as they're individually such incredible artists and particularly looking forward to hearing them sing Pergolesi's Stubborn Martyr together, which is up there with one of the all-time most loved and famous works of the sacred Baroque repertoire. The Stubborn Martyr itself dates back to the 13th century and was popular in the Baroque period when many composers set the Stubborn Martyr to music. Pergolesi was one, just one of many composers, and his rendition, composed in 1736, stands up as a pinnacle of Baroque sacred music. It holds a special place in the repertoire, cherished for its ability to evoke profound emotions and stir the soul. Pergolesi himself, as the composer, remains a bit of a mystery. Unlike many other composers of the time whose life events were written down in great detail, we know relatively little about Pergolesi himself. We do know that he was born in 1710 in Italy and his brief life only spanned 26 years, yet his impact on Baroque music was significant little is known about the early years but we do know that he received musical education in Naples where he initially studied violin before turning his attention to composition. Pergolesi's Stubborn Martyr features two solo voices soprano and alto accompanied by strings and continuo. This intimate ensemble allows the poignant emotions of the text to shine through creating a profound spiritual experience for listeners. The Stubborn Martyr itself is all about the sorrowful journey of Mary, the mother of Jesus, as she stands at the foot of the cross during the crucifixion. The Latin text portrays Mary's anguish and devotion, offering a meditation on the suffering of Christ and the universal experience of human grief. It invites listeners to contemplate the themes of love, sacrifice and redemption and speaks of Mary's incredible faith and her profound connection to her son Jesus as she witnesses his agonizing sacrifice for the salvation of humanity not exactly that light really but incredible music and something that has moved people profoundly since the time it was written and continues to do so today Let's have a little listen to some of the opening of that work now. uses suspensions at the beginning, first of all, in the instrumental parts, and then a little bit later in the solo vocal parts when they come in to create tension. And then at the same time, you have this walking continuo bass line that is like the inevitable passing of time that's accompanying these suspensions. And it, it creates this very, very dramatic music that is just so beautiful. The themes seem all very serious on the surface, but I think it's important to note that in the Baroque era, sacred music held a profound significance for everyday people, serving as a cornerstone of their spiritual and communal life. Churches and cathedrals were not only places of worship, but also centres of cultural and social activity where the individual from all walks of life would gather. In an era that was marked with many changes and uncertainty the melodies and texts of this music provided a sense of stability unity and transcendence and resonated deeply with hopes and fears and the aspirations of everyday life and these are themes that are still relevant today and that's why this music still moves us so profoundly I suppose though even though we may not necessarily um, be as invested in the Christian aspect of the text, the music itself still has those universal themes and that we can feel moved by. Well, we are just about out of time today, but I hope you've enjoyed our journey into the form of sacred music in the Baroque and that I have inspired you to come along to one of our concerts for our upcoming tour with these gorgeous works in April. You can hear us perform in a number of different regional metropolitan Western Sydney locations as well as Canberra including at Parramatta Riverside Theatres at 4pm on Sunday the 7th. Then we'll be off to Canberra on Thursday the 11th at 7pm at the Wesley Music Centre followed by Berry on Friday the 12th of April at 7pm at the Berry Uniting Church Hall, Saturday the 13th, and the amazing new renovation of the Bowerall Memorial Hall, um, which is just gorgeous. And you definitely have to go and hear a concert there. I highly recommend It's They've done a beautiful job. Um, Following that we'll be in Wyong at the Art House on Sunday the 14th of April and then back in Sydney on Tuesday the 16th at the City Recital Hall at 7pm which will also be broadcast by Australian Digital Concert Hall which allows you to listen from anywhere in the world. It's going to be beautiful and I do hope that you will join us for this special Baroque program. I'll be back soon with another podcast for our June program, which features an unknown chamber version of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony by William Watts from the beginning of the 19th century, which is quite amazing. And I do hope you'll also join us for that. Until then, enjoy listening to a little more of Pergolesi's stubborn Mater to help get you through your day and bye for now.